Uh-huh. What's up, broskies? My name is Marco Dupa, and with me, as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy! Tonight's brew is from the Oviedo Brewing Company. It's their Barnyard Blonde Ale. This is super local. (laughs) For us in particular. Pretty much is local. Yeah, for us. Yeah, you can't really get much more local than a brew from the Oviedo Brewing Company. The old hometown and stomping grounds. What's on tap for tonight? I mean, we talked about Kanye, and so we'll talk about him just a little bit more because, you know, we have to we have to talk about Don, the Donda Don, 2 Donda. experience. Donda, Donda, the Donda, Donda 2 experience. Yes. Yeah. The Donda 2 experience. Experience, 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 experience. experience. What else? Um, if you guys have, if you guys pay attention, pay even a little bit of attention to, uh, basketball in particular college basketball uh you'll see the controversy with old Jawan howard Jawan howard we'll give you all the deets on that but what's come of that is people proposing how about we just do away with this with this handshake line what's mm-hmm. with all these pleasantries let's yeah. let's change some things spin their eye after <laughs> why not so we'll get into that because that is i'm in i'm interested mm-hmm. i want to i'm you know Let's see what 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 the uh, what people are thinking on that. And okay. last but not least, Call of Duty, uh, Activision, uh, everybody else who's involved, <laughs> and associates. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> run down everybody. Yeah, the uh, the this year, the the game has turned into you know one of those yearly releases, i.e. a Madden or a la Madden or uh, an NBA 2K. But this year, they're actually skipping a year. No mainline entry into the series this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. is this a good thing is this a bad thing what does it mean what does it mean what does it mean we'll get into that and all and 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 not all but much more <laughs> no every we will cover we'll everything that. and then we'll do, we'll, we'll get, and that's it yeah the podcast is over because we've covered it all the end so let's just get right into it this is episode 343 of the one bear in podcast Oh yeah. yeah. You know, if I if I open it too close to my ear, it gives me a little tinnitus. Has that ever happened to you? I don't close I don't open them close to my ear. Do it do it sometime just to feel something, you know? Okay. Just to feel something. Because it gives me that little Yeah. Yeah, it's a little it's a little too close. Maybe it's because I played drums without ear protection for a while. Yeah, you're like Dave Grohl. Could be. Already going deaf. You saw that, right? Yeah. You guys going deaf. Oh, Lars, too. Lars yeah. Ulrich. Look at that head. Beautiful. Beautiful. That is pretty good. Mine, mine kind of sucks in comparison. Sorry. It's that good. Yeah, I mean, don't ever be sorry about how good you are. That's what Mama said. <laughs> don't let these haters make you apologize for how good you are. This is the One Beer and Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Mmm. Delightful. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you guys for joining us every week, week in and week out, and, and whenever you can. And thank you guys for liking, sharing, subscribing. Uh, if you want to drop a comment or two, 
they're more than welcome, even if you know, you've got some constructive criticism or sure. feedback. Sure. Would love to hear it. Would love to uh, not debate you in the comments, but respond <laughs> later on the actual show. Uh, unless it's something like super compelling. Sure, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not against debating the comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, like, if somebody were to say something uh, that was, like, compelling enough, I think it would be more fun to, like, talk about it on the show. Sure. Or at least give us, like, you know, hey, baby, it's all about content. The world, about is, content. Is, the world is content. The world is content. I yeah. shaved my head for content. I did You're that not bald. Only for you. I shaved my head. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> I did this for you guys, not for me. It gives me no pleasure to to no longer have hair on my head. Um, I'm I'm lying. It gives me all <laughs> the pleasure sure. in the world. Right now it does. I mean, we'll see next week. I'll probably be like, why did I do this? <laughs> I had so much hair. I don't think you will. <laughs> no. I, I, I think you don't realize it, but maintenance of long hair takes up a like a, a – certain area of your your finite time yeah so at first you may be like i i feel like i'm missing something it's kind of boring it's mm -hmm. like you know playing the hair game on easy yeah oh yeah but after a while i think you'll get used to it and you'll realize i can focus on something else <laughs> all that time yeah Think about how much time i'm saving throughout my day yeah you just get up and what do you do yep that's it Get the dust bunnies off your head, that's it. And then boom, I'm yeah. ready to fucking rock and roll. Half of getting ready for the day is already done because I ain't got shit to do. I was, I'm honestly, okay, so I grew it out for about a year and some change, about a year and nine months, ten months, mm -hmm. so almost two years. Uh, and it was fun. I, I, I did what I said that I didn't know if I could do, I did it. Right. Because this is it's like a second leg attempt, right? Because yeah. Because you started growing it out when I started growing it out initially. Yeah. And then what? Was it maybe like six months or so? Or was it longer than well, that? It was about eight months. Eight, eight or months. nine months. Okay. And then I gave up on that, shaved it, and then I was like, no, no, no. I gave up too soon. Uh -huh. and then And then went back in and did it again. Almost immediately afterward. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I shaved it. And then I was like, I'll do the fade for a little while. And then I just kept growing it out, growing out the fade. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, fuck it. Let's try again. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. I can fucking yeah. do Shaver's this. remorse. Yeah. yeah. Shaver's remorse. Mm -hmm. So grew it out again. Then got to the point where, you know, I, I, I did it. I did it. Got the, got, the little, got the little bun going. I didn't braid my hair like I wanted to. But I did want to. And had, <laughs> this was part of the reason why I shaved my head uh -huh. was I... You know, I was, I was, I just woke up a couple of weeks ago and I had this urge to do it. Mm -hmm. And, and I didn't, I, I fought the urge. I said, you know, it's just a, it's just a whim. It's just a spur of the moment thing. The feeling will pass and, you know, you'll get through it. And then I talked to some people about wanting to do it and they were like, well, why don't you, why don't you cut it first? Cut, do something with it. Do mm -hmm. like a, you know, go to a salon and like get get a, you know, get them to like trim it. You know, it's too. It, it maybe it's it maybe it's the thickness of it. Maybe you like, you know, you get some of that thickness out of there. You take the those those uh, those shears that like yeah. you know take all the, and maybe you do something with it. And I'm like, yeah, sure, okay, fine, I could do that. And then I started to think about that, and I was like, 
I don't really want to do that. Mm. I, I, I don't want the maintenance of like, all right, now I have to go back every like four weeks and have them maintain right. this look. Clean it up. Oh, I don't really want to do that. I guess you could say most of this, all of this, stems from laziness. And I'm on laziness, but just like I, you know, I know what this feels like. I've had this hairstyle before, and, you know, every two weeks just go to a barber and have them give me a clean face. I did this. I did this, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Self-desperation. Yeah. No, I've been wanting to try to teach myself how to do a fade for a while. Yeah, because I, I mean, everything needs to be a uh, self-maintained operation. Yeah, you know, if I can, if I can do everything myself, sure, then I will. Yeah. So you're a you're a end of the world prepper. You want to make sure that you're fully self-sustainable. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I was gonna get, I was gonna do the braids. I was gonna bring the braids back like Carmelo Anthony, baby, like AI. Um, had an appointment set up was on my way to this person to do it and they i mean they admitted uh-huh. they admitted to the unprofessional uh the unprofessionalism mm-hmm. of this move okay. this act this person goes I don't, i've never met this person it was, it was my 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 cousin and you never will at this and point. i know yeah that that's over unless yeah. she knows how to cut a fade that's that's over she and we set this thing up, you know, work out how much money. We got the whole thing going. I'm on my on my way to her. And she calls and she's like, hey, I got to be unprofessional. And my cousin's <laughs> like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, I forgot that you guys were coming and I went and got my nails done. Now, mind you, we spoke to her the night before. Mm-hmm. And not just like... In the evening time, you know, like 7.30-ish, like set it up, and then you go off and you do your own thing, and maybe you forget. No, 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 dude. I got off of work, so this is 2 in the morning when he's texting her. She only had like 8 hours to forget, and she took it. She took the 8 hours and was like, I'm not not storing that information. I have other things to do. Maybe she woke up with the same epiphany you did of cutting your hair, but it was to get her nails done. (laughs) So she couldn't not do it, yeah. Because you know it's, it's very compelling to, I mean, you getting your hair braided could have paid for her nails, right? Well, you would think. So she literally felt so compelled to get her nails done at that time that she she went out of pocket, yeah, yeah, to get them done literally, and lose money two times in that process. Uh huh. So. I, I mean, she lost what could have been a loyal customer. I think you have to respect that. I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe there's a level that I'm not seeing that I need to. (laughs) It's almost like a spiritual awakening. Yeah. Of a drive. Yeah. That you would have to have in this economy. In this economy. To turn down money that's coming your way. It's on the way. Yeah. Literally, a car with money in it is on its way to you. To turn down money and on top of that, spend Spend money. money. Yeah, yeah, I and that's what I told my cousin. I was like, "Yo, she must not have needed this money, because you gotta really be doing well enough that you're like, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Apparently, I've, I've got other things to do. Apparently not. Because not only does she lose money on me, the immediate money that was on the on its way to her, but she loses more money, like more money in the future. Because how long?" Do those nails usually last, women? 
Women? Tell Woman? me. I don't know. <laughs> I know a couple weeks, a month. I could be. I could sound like really stupid right Ten now. Ten years. <laughs> they last as long as they want them to last. And then, yeah. No, they just have a real nail. Grows all the way out here. And then a fake nail on top of uh-huh. that. And they yeah. just have to like break it off whenever they feel like it. <laughs> it's gross. I know. It's very gross. <laughs> it's like a Frito. <laughs> Yeah, so I was upset about that, but then I took I took that as a sign, as maybe uh, uh, something the universe going, hey, look, maybe maybe just follow the original urge that you had. Mm-hmm. And so I finally was like, yeah, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. So I just went to the store, bought a new new set of clippers, and then this was, I will say, the first time that I sat in the bathroom and like really hesitated for a moment and like had to think it over like should i should i really i did i and then i finally did the i started to do like i started to shave like the side of it and i was like well maybe if i don't like it i can just kind of do like an undercut thing and then i was like well no i hate that and i hate those people with those haircuts and so yeah i just was like i'm done uh-huh. and then and then and then i had this big cheesy smile on my face and i was like yeah feels so good uh, it's over yeah and so I'm good. This feels great. I'm happy. That's good. It's, yeah. We have our first week in uh, in Orlando of you know 90 degree weather. Oh, it's coming. Almost. Uh, we're at I think high of 87 or so today, or just this week. This this oh. latter half of the week, we're we're starting to warm back up. Yeah. I think it's going to cool down a little bit. But my point is the process of the the rapid reheat of central florida is upon us oh it's coming uh, it's coming so i think you chose a good time yeah to do that yeah and i'm due for a clipping, a clipping. not gonna go as dramatic as you did <laughs> well uh, somebody has to maintain the good hair on this show oh wow if, then we're, yeah. if, we're, if we're the best hair well, in the game somebody's gotta if we both do it then it's over we can't listen that title anymore short hair can be good hair too and i'm here to tell you that thanks man yeah thank you I think you're probably going to be the only one. Everyone else is going to be upset. And that's okay. Let them be upset. Yeah, it's my it's life. Okay. Yeah, it's your hair. Yeah. Autonomy, baby. That's right. Yeah. I wanted this. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do this. And yeah. I followed that. Never apologize for that. I won't. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. <sighs> yeah, let's do it. You got any housekeeping, Evergreen? Um. <clears throat> hmm. You Horizon, don't have to. Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, I, I, uh, or, uh, uh, I should say, colon, Forbidden West, mm. is fantastic. If you haven't gotten it, uh, I oblige you to. It's very good. Very, very good game. Especially if you like the first one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my, that's my uh, <laughs> brief bit of advice for people out there <laughs> to go check out that game. Because it's, it's very good if you have a PlayStation platform. I, uh... I've been playing more Sifu, uh-huh. and I guess I have an amendment to my original review mm. of the game because I didn't really give it a real review. I only played like the first like couple hours, right? Not even a couple hours. I only played like I don't know, thirty minutes. Mm. Played like the intro and then a little bit of the first stage. It's a, it's, it's it's a completely different game than what I thought <laughs> it was going to be. It's okay. not it's not a beat 'em up. Uh-huh. It's not a you just run through and just you know have fun. You know, right? Kraken skulls. Oh, it's strategic. Yeah, it's a roguelike, and it's, 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 it's um, it's it's Dark Soulsian 
in okay. its difficulty. Yeah, I it hear ramps it. up almost immediately. I hear it's very tough. Yeah, I I had no idea. Yeah, I I got my, I just got the the brakes beat off of me mm-hmm. almost like you jump into the game because the when you start, spoiler alert, it's not really a spoiler, but like you're you, the the introduction to the game is like a pseudo. Um, instructional thing yeah but the character that you play as is not the character that you play as in the intro right and he has all the moves and he's a fucking badass yeah so i'm like okay cool this is gonna be this this is how this is gonna feel Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. (laughs) this shit is hard well i think the point is you get that taste of it so that you do level up yeah to the point where you do feel like that yeah good fucking luck it's (laughs) Dude, there. I mean, there's moments where you're like you're flowing and you're thinking like, oh, oh, I'm I'm cracking skulls now. This is awesome. Mm. And then you get caught by one one guy off screen throws a fucking beer bottle at you, and then you're dazed. <laughs> and then two guys come in and then beat you to death uh-huh. with ba- baseball baseball bat. Faith, faith. <laughs> beat you to death Gif. with baseball bats. Uh-huh. And you you die in like two moves. You're a you're you're a a glass cannon, a paper tiger. Mm-hmm. Um. And like you, you, you have these devastating maneuvers, but everything has to flow perfectly. Yeah. So, it's a lot hard. It's not just, hey, turn the game on and have fun. No, it's, right, right. It's fucking. But there's, you know, it's fun. There's, there's, there's a funness to, like, learning the game, and like trying to trying to do a, a perfect run. Yeah. I watch somebody do a speed run, and I'll, although I'm I'm never gonna do a speed run, you watch how some people you know get through the game quickly and you're like oh i can do that so right. i stole like some moves and stuff so get seafood it's still dope as shit i'm mm-hmm. still happy with it but it's a lot fucking harder than, <laughs> <laughs> than what i thought it was gonna be so all right all right do we want to start with the joan howard thing well i didn't do the uh the the beer cold read oh i didn't know there was one i'm sorry i apologize adam Please give the people the cold read. Thank you, Marco. We have the Barnyard Blonde Ale from Oviedo Brewing. Um, I tricked you. There's not a cold read, but I found it online. (laughs) Okay. Joke's on you. Uh, The Barnyard Blonde is a 5% ABV, 20 IBU. It goes as follows. Crisp, bready blonde ale made with pale malt, white wheat, and carapils malt. Low overall bitterness and hot presence. Clean crip. <laughs> it says clean crips. <laughs> uh, clean crips. And slightly bready ale. Um, I'm not sure if crips is a flavor palette or if it means crisps. I, I'm not sure. When you do that, you have to like just give like a second of the uh, uh, San Andreas theme song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bittering addition of warrior and willamette for aroma clean and crispy all right yeah cool that's that's what we're sipping on well but yes as you were so introducing let's start with the joan howard controversy joan howard Howard. well i mean if you've had your head buried in the sand when it comes to sports you probably wouldn't have um uh been aware of this old nugget of information but apparently there was a game between wisconsin and michigan college basketball juan howard former nba all-star is now the coach of 
the men's basketball team uh, in at Michigan. Michigan. So at the end of the game, Wisconsin up by 15 points. I guess they call the timeout to uh, stop the clock and try to score more points. I don't. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know the. Do they have the details in the article? Uh, I would have to dig for it, and I'm not going to do that. I'm okay. sorry. But, yeah, I, from what I gathered, it was essentially they, they called the timeout in order to prevent the other team from having any more time once the turnover happened. Yeah. Um, so, well, let's just say. But they were already ahead by, like, 15 d- points. double they were digits. Up by, yeah. Right. And so, okay, just for the layman and because we don't feel like doing the research, they did something very unsportsmanlike to the other team. Wisconsin did. Let's just leave it at that. As simple as. An argument can be made. So I've seen some people say, you know, it's there was still enough time for them to mount some a kind of comeback. Point comeback. Yeah, I don't yeah. think right. so, sure. but you know. No, I mean they always. This here's the thing. <clears throat> let's just let's take this little detour for two seconds. Okay. What are your feelings on the unspoken rules of sports when it comes to you know all of this stuff? Basketball, like if if a if a team is up by ten points. You or, or no? I mean, if if the lead is insurmountable, but they're still trying to score points, do you think that's fucked up? Or football, when a team is up by like three touchdowns and there's like two minutes left and they're still running plays instead of taking a knee, what is what is your feeling on the unspoken rules of sportsmanship in in sports? Not like the the weird like, you know, but I'm saying like sportsmanship. I mean, baseball, bat flipping, sure, stuff of course, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think it's it's determined by the sport that we're talking about because I feel like something like golf or even baseball is steeped in tradition uh-huh. and um sort of an old guard that that uh keeps this mystique around it from from getting too classless. Um So I think it depends on what we're talking about. But at the same time, me personally, I say, you know, play the game. It, it, do whatever's advantageous to you. I mean, in, in my perspective, it makes perfect sense if, like, I don't know, say you're say you're up by a ton in a football game, so you put in your, you know, second, third string yeah, uh, just to give them some field time. That makes perfect sense to me. And if they just so happen to score more points, you know, sorry. Yeah. You know, like, what's that to do with me? Right. I'm not going to feel bad as the as the opposing coach doing that. I think the shittier move is to leave your starters in and keep and keep playing, like keep trying to bury sure. your opponent. If but third, again, if you put your third string in and they score, it's like you. I mean, you guys are playing like, like tremendously bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, at the same time, there could be circumstances where you find that justified. Like if this is a rivalry game. Or if, if um, I don't know, the other team did something dirty before. Yeah. Ring it up on them. Yeah. You know, that's within play. Yeah. You're not doing anything illegal. Yeah, I mean, all of this shit. And that's why it's these unspoken rules of these sports. I, 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 I feel like whatever happens, happens. You do the thing, and then you deal with the consequences of doing the thing. So... I, you know, if you want to run up the score 
that's fine. But if Tom Brady goes down with a knee injury because you know you left him of, in of your hubris, yeah, then you got to deal with that too. Uh-huh. Bat flipping, you piss off the the pitcher because you crack a fucking moonshot and then flip the bat and then stare at him down, and then he eggs you later. <laughs> yeah, you get beamed. I mean, you know. It is what it is. Right. But I think, yeah, I think you, I think you just play through it. These people with their, with these, like, you know, you can't do that kind oh, of I, thing. You I, shouldn't do that sort of thing. Yeah. The, the thing about this entire situation and situations like it that bothers me to no end is the op-eds speaking from upon high saying how we need to be better than this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a sport. Yeah. You know? It's a game. We're, we're safe within the, con- we should be safe within the confines of the sport to, you know, do whatever we we need to within that without, you know, having to having to have this think piece about how society is breaking down because somebody did a bat flip. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Or or that the sport is ruined now because this guy, you know, was was, was talking shit or something. You know, yeah. like it, they just don't a, want these guys to have fun, man. It's just like it's just so fucking boring and regimented, especially like the the more traditional sports like a golf or a baseball where it's like yeah it's been around for a thousand years and you have all these rules and stuff and you got all these old people who still watch the sport who are like hey you can't you can't do it it's that's not, not right it's not my baseball yeah and you got the 23 year old kids who are just like you know what fuck you I'm <laughs> fucking i'm a shimmy my yeah. ass over here. i don't give a fuck yeah yeah which you know like let me say as a whole it is something I respect with, like, baseball specifically because that does feel like a very, again, steeped in tradition sport. I like it for that because it, it does feel kind of more wholesome than, let's say, a football does, to me at least. Yeah. You know, growing up, I grew up in a baseball household predominantly. Um, so I have a certain tenderness for it. But, I, you know, I, I think you can take that a little too far yeah. and, and get too stuck in this old world tradition of like everything needs to be disney squeaky clean we're playing like it's in the 1950s and you know we're not we're leaving modernity and we're going into like the field of dreams game yeah. you know like that's what we're doing but every game yeah you know like, like we're all pretending that we're not living in 2022 yeah no, and Calm that's down. why specifically any of these superstars that come out of nowhere, these like young kids coming out, you know, with t- tatted up, wearing gold chains and stuff, and flipping their bats, are so awesome. Yeah, because they break that tradition. Sure, the rest of the sport is kind of steeped in it, but you can have those outliers, uh, and and still maintain like a sense of the, what the sport was at one point. You know, keep some integrity. Keep. Uh, uh, a good naturedness to it, yeah. But also, you know, don't you don't have to like get onto and again write an op-ed about it if somebody does something out of the norm. Now, what we're talking about though, it's a little different. Uh, it's a little different. A little different. A little different. So, at the end of the game, they're doing the traditional handshake of hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Uh huh. Yeah. And Juwan Howard was like, Nah, I don't want to. <laughs> Nah, I'm okay. I'm, I'll pass. Well, he, he went up to, like, when they crossed paths, because I actually got an audio recording of this. Oh, really? Yeah, they were able to unearth an audio recording. What does he say? Um, he says something to the effect of, I'm going to remember that shit. And then that's when the other coach grabbed him. Yeah. And 
they started to get into it. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Okay. So first first and foremost, the people who are like, you know, Jawan Howard should be you know taken out back and shot. It's like okay, calm down, relax. First and foremost. Yeah. Um, the guy wasn't unprovoked. Yes. Did this escalate further than it needed to be escalated? Of course. Yeah. Because two grown ass men, who were supposed to be the leader of children. <laughs> they're not children. They're children. They're college players. They're 18 years old. It's 18, not... 19. Those are kids. Dude, we're in our 30s. Those I know. Are kids. Uh, yes. Not technically, but yes. Yes. They're not. I'm not saying they're toddlers. But they're Juwan little baby Howard, boys. <laughs> Jawan Howard and uh, uh, Coach uh, whatever fucking guy. I don't watch <laughs> college, and I definitely don't watch Wisconsin. Uh huh. What's his name? He's got to be in this article, right? Or somewhere. You would think. Give but me the information. I, I've been looking for his name. Okay, let me look it up. <laughs> I'm looking like a fool here. <laughs> All right, let's see. So we got Jawan Howard and. Is, is it Phil Mar- Martelli? No. no. No, he's taking over. Oh. <laughs> okay. We're, we're figuring it out. Hold on. No, we got it. We got it. Well, Jawan Howard's getting fined $40,000. And he got suspended for the rest of the season. Okay, Wisconsin coach Greg Gard, Greg Gard. was fined $10,000. It's ridiculous that we had to look through... <clears throat> Two and a half articles to find Greg Gard's name. Yeah. Because everyone's only talking about Juwan Howard, which I think is kind of messed up. Yeah. So, I mean, I I, uh, bequeath you to go and watch the video of this altercation. And judge for yourself. Although I'm sure you're probably going to have a shitty opinion on this. Uh, I mean, literally, look, like, in this article from uh, NBC Sports... As quote, as a result of the incident involving Michigan head coach Jawan Howard striking an opposing assistant coach, that's all it says. An opposing assistant coach. It doesn't say anyone's name. Yeah. On the other team. Yeah, yeah, because it's 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 you know you know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know well, they're, they're 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 already creating the narrative. Right. So they uh, they're doing the pre their post game uh, pleasantries. And apparently, Juwan Howard was like, "I'm gonna remember that shit." Mm-hmm. And the co- and 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 old Greg was like, "I'm old Greg. <laughs> I'm old Greg." <laughs> the, you know, they got into it because I'm sure he tried to plead his case as to like, you know, hey man, it's sports, right. and you know, this is this is how these, you know, what what what's the attitude yeah. about? Like, hey, just can't we just hey, let bu- bygones hey there. be bygones? Hey there, buddy. And he puts his hands on him, and then and then it just it just it, it just escalates oh, very yeah. quickly. Oh yeah. And then this assistant coach comes in, who's the one that uh, Juwan Howard actually put his paws on. And it was it was like one of those swift like it was almost like he was trying to grab his head off of his neck, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> just like a smack, but like uh-huh. a grab. It's because you could tell he he knew if he threw a punch, yeah. It'd be over. Yes. So he went, he, like, instinct kicked in, and he went, "Mm," and then midway through the punch, he went, ah, ah, no. And then even even as he's, like, pulling away, you can tell he's like, oh, no, I messed up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then all the other players come in, and it becomes like a, A you know. A scrum. A scrum. A scrum. And 
uh, the fallout is, as we said, Juwan Howard getting fined forty thousand dollars and uh, is suspended for the rest of the season, which I think was five games. And so he obviously bared the brunt of the punishment. And you know, listen, we're not. Ex- I'm personally am not excusing uh, Juwan Howard's like behavior and his actions. Yeah, because. Like we said at the beginning of this bit, you know, sports, sports, and yeah, you you do it, you you do a thing, and maybe it's unsportsmanlike, and it's like, you know, you have to you have to deal with that. But I th- I think, you know, you can get mad. You yeah, can get no, mad. Yeah, sure. sure. No, his feelings were justified, and you know, it, it it's fucked up. You, you know, it it's he's not he's not playing the game the quote unquote right way. Yeah, but. At the same time, it's like you know you got to be, you got to be better than that. Sure. And uh, but 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 on the inverse, I saw a lot of people saying, and I had to actually go back and rewatch the video. A lot of people were saying that Joan got even more mad because this assistant coach who ran in trying to uh, you know throw his weight around mm. started pushing UM kids yeah. out of the way. So mm-hmm. this now. This grown man is now pushing, you know, college-aged men. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I, started pushing these guys I'm out sorry. of the way and stuff. College his kids. hands on college, college. kids. Put still put yeah. his hands on kids, right. college kids, right? And then that's what got Juwan even more mad. Sure. And then that's when he retaliated against this assistant yeah, coach. Yeah. So. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, he didn't throw a punch at the the coach. No, I mean, uh, and they, he didn't touch him first. No, yeah, he was so, trying to just walk away. He was trying to just, you know, you know, give him the business and then just and, yeah, and then just going. move on. And then this guy was like, no, 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 you're not gonna, no, 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 you're gonna sit here and you're gonna listen to me plead my case or whatever. The listen here, Buster. Yeah, which is just that's how you know you're wrong when you're like, no, 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 get back here. I need, I need, I need to fucking get this off my. I chest. need to you sleep need to tonight. <laughs> you're gonna hear this. Yeah. So you know he knew he was wrong. Sure. Um. So well, I mean, even so, he has come out in media and said, like, you know, I did it because, you know, I'm still playing the game. Like, uh, that's it. I, I still wanted to keep uh, – there was still time on the board, enough for them to get some more points off, and we didn't want that, essentially. Qu- not not direct quoted, of yeah. course. You can look up well, his direct quote. But that's essentially the gist of his excuse for why he did what he did. History won't look back on that. The all it'll be is that Juwan Howard, famously uh, volatile guy, right, will just have another incident. Continues to be famously card. volatile. Yeah, that's so. That's yeah. that's it. That's. But one of the things that apparently has been proposed by NBA Hall of Famer Patrick Ewing, my man, I love me Patrick Ewing, has been to abolish. <clears throat> Any post-game pleasantries? I don't know. Yes. Give me the deets. Okay, according to this NBCSports.com article that I maligned, um, <laughs> Patrick Ewing says, and I quote, I don't like the handshake line, Ewing said. I don't like it because anything is possible. You're just getting through a heated battle, a heated game, and anything can happen to make things worse, which is what happened in that situation. If it's my call, I think we should just take away the handshake line. Just do like we did last year in COVID. You wave by and you move on. Okay. Number one, I like 
I like that he's just like, yeah, do what we did in COVID. You don't have to. We don't have to do this just because we've been doing it. Doesn't mean that we have to continue sure. doing it. But number two, uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, okay, so the the article continues on. This is not his quote, but within the article. Um, oh, I remember what like, you. I remember what I was going to say, but. It, it's a tradition in the sport that is intended to celebrate the competition and respect of one's opponent. But over the years, these post-game incidents continue to happen more frequently. Just two days prior to Howard hitting Wisconsin assistant Joe Krabenhoft is the assistant coach's name. Okay. Um, uh, North Dakota State Oral Roberts game ended with a skirmish resulting from the handshake line. Another scrum. Right. So apparently this is something <laughs> happening more often. Yeah. So what I was going to say was Patrick's sitting here talking about, you know, anything can happen. You just went to fucking war. And now, you you know, your fucking blood is pumping. Your <laughs> adrenaline is racing. Okay, dude, relax. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. You, yeah, you, you just played a hard-fought game. And, you know, if it didn't go your way, you probably your emotions are a little high. Sure, and, yeah. But calm down. Right. Nobody died out there. You know they didn't. They didn't just go to war. It right. wasn't an actual skirmish. Yeah, it was a basketball it was a game. game. It was a game. You know, and I think that's what the handshake is supposed to signify. You know, yeah. Even if it sucked, even if you're, even there's a lot of uh, feelings hurt. The end. Of the end of the day, it's just a game. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The thing is, I, I don't. I don't believe you have to do that either. I, I don't believe that. Like when 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 MMA guys like when one guy knocks out another guy and then they like you know shaking hands Make and stuff out afterward after. yeah it's yeah. like I mean I just got knocked out I just got knocked unconscious I'm yeah. not gonna wake up and the first face I want to see is the guy who did it and then Sorry. give him a high five like yeah, yeah totally dude well I think that's that's something that we can't really fairly judge because we've never been in that scenario I think a lot of these guys have a sense of respect for each other. I think martial arts is predominantly um, based in respect. Yes, so for sure. When, when even if you get your ass beat, you understand that it's just in the context. It's not like a personal thing. It's within the sport. <laughs> Unless they like nothing personal. I just beat the <laughs> shit out of you. Exactly, which is hard to do as uh, you know people like us who don't fight for a living. Yeah. Um, to, to contemplate and and, and kind of get in that headspace, but I can kind of see where that comes from and. Uh, understand that where they're coming from it it's like it's a day in the office yeah they train this entire time months to to try their best and if they lose yeah they still get a paycheck and also there's respect for that person that bested you hopefully yeah unless they did something dirty or you know which brings us back to this i mean they did something in what is in joan howard's eyes a dirty play Uh, uh they did something dirty Right, and he was like, I, you know, uh, sure. I don't know. Uh, basically, what it falls down to is like the these these ultra uh, traditional things that we've been doing. You know, do we do we need to continue doing this stuff? Do we need to continue on and on with the same shit? That's why some of this stuff gets gets old and tired and boring anyway. Yeah, is 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 the the traditional. Uh, you know, we've always done it this way, so we're going to continue doing it this way, mm-hmm. you know, type stuff. So I don't know. I'm on. I I'm with Pat on the 
it's not really necessary, and we've already proven that we don't need to do it. Yeah, I'm not with him on the that like you know these guys can't do it because <laughs> right, right. They they just can't bottle up their emotions for two seconds to just slap five with your opponent. Sure, I um. I don't know. I feel like it'd be better if they didn't do away with the handshake. As someone who did a lot of Little League, <laughs> I'm used to the the handshake afterwards. Even if you're, I hated the handshake. Even if you're pissed off, you know it's still a thing you do to get a physical connection with that person that you've hated for the past two hours. You know, fuck them. I want to keep hating them. I understand, but I think it's a good thing for society at large to be able to look your opponent in the face. And, you know, especially, you know, talking about these these guys are kids, especially the younger you get. You know, I think this is vital for especially kids growing up, especially high schoolers who are, you know, feel like this could be the end of the world because they lost the game. Yeah. To be able to look your opponent in the face and go, hey, good job nah. is is important to do. I'm going to teach my kids like Cobra Kai. <laughs> no mercy. have hatred. And no mercy. No mercy. Yeah, um, you don't slap five with your opponent. No, of course slap not. them in the face. Yeah, they get too close, <laughs> break their neck. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah, I owe you nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, I personally think it's a, it's a good thing, overall. Um, <coughs> and I think if this continues to be an issue, and you know, these sort of incidents keep happening, it says more about our society than it does about the sport. Well, if you're using that as a reflection. Of society, we're already lost. <laughs> yeah, we're already in the loss, mm-hmm. boy. We're already in the loss. All right. Um, this actually right here reminds me of uh, the next topic. Donda, Donda. If this Donda. house, if this house on the cover of the beer was on fire, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I guess is the motif of mm-hmm. his whole thing, which I don't really understand. It's that a house. Motif. It's a house and a chapel. But the, it's so the house is a mock-up of his childhood his house, childhood which home. is now a chapel. Which, right. but it's on fire. Yeah, and it's like it's like split down the middle too. Yeah, it looks like I think it's like mirror images. If I got that visual correct, hmm. maybe maybe not. I don't know. Ah, I don't. I don't know. So. Donda 2, the sequel to, you know, the the highly successful uh, latest album from old Kanye, well, formerly known as Kanye West, now known as Yay. 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 We finally, you know, he's been doing this thing for part of his album rollout has been these really elaborate um, listening parties, which are now listening i mean listening events listening shows yeah listening i don't know but he does them in these in in arenas uh or stadiums and he has a whole you know live show with them where they we listen to the album they perform tracks from the album and stuff like that yada yada so did that with donda 2 you could watch it exclusively on the stem player website or on youtube and on Amazon. Amazon. So yeah. I thought it was going to well, be exclusively uh, Twitch. Oh yeah, Twitch too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Twitch and Amazon. I think. Yes. Amazon owns Twitch. Yeah. So. On on Amazon's Twitch channel specifically. Yeah. Uh, so you can watch it on 
there's multiple ways to watch it apparently um so debuts these new songs yeah, and that's what the house look like yeah so like the chapel ends on that side and there's like the house end on that side yeah all right well i have no opinion on the music because i didn't watch i didn't watch it because i just i, I couldn't bring myself to to dive in because as the thing was going on, there was people who were like live reacting to it, and apparently this thing was an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> and you watched some of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I tuned in probably about halfway through. It was like a four and a half hour show. Or or broadcast. I don't know if the whole show it was four and a half yeah, hours. But the show itself wasn't that long. I there looked was... at the timestamp of the broadcast, so I don't know what the fuck was happening for four hours. There was there's a couple hours of it just being like a screensaver with a heartbeat that got faster. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I kept that's the thing. I kept tuning in to see like if it started yet. Yeah. And after a couple times doing that, I said I'm not going to base my night around this. <laughs> and so I gave up for a while. And then lo, base my night around. lo and behold, I, I, I got done, you know, watching TV or something. And I, I checked in again and it was already going on. Mm. Um, but apparently I tuned in right around the time that the audio issue started. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and now I, I'm still not clear if the audio issues were just on the streaming end. Or if it was on, like, if that was happening in the arena as well. Mm. Because a lot of the reactions I've seen from in the arena have been glowing. And it's just been, like, praise and, like, mm. this was awesome. Well, but then, again. Of course. Of course. You have to, you, you got to talk about the yay stands. Yeah, you have to take into account um, the fact that it was probably a stadium filled with people who just would, I mean, probably do sexual favors for him. Oh, like, of course. Like, Easily. With no hesitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, gay, straight, otherwise. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, I guess you're gay if you. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, my sexuality is yay. Because <laughs> um, I, that... I don't say nay to anything. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, thank you. There's a guy who has been spamming his comment section produced by. This was the guy that I was not going to mention. Last week or the week before uh -huh. when we talked about it. I this was he who shall not be named. Right. Uh his name is produced by Zach or something like that. Production by Zach. I don't know. Uh -huh. I, I I don't I don't care about getting his tag correct. <laughs> but if you know what I'm You're talking just mad. about, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And this guy has he's just been littered in uh Kanye's Instagram and then somebody tweeted uh I'm at the I'm backstage at the Donda show and produced by Zach just got jumped and he was joking but a lot of people took it seriously and a lot of people were happy about it of course because yeah. this guy is such a fucking spammy troll that when people thought that it actually had happened yeah they were like thank you there is yeah. justice in the world which right. is to me just so fucking hilarious that people wanted it to be true yeah. it was pretty clearly a joke it was just some random account that's backstage at the Donda show. It's just really funny. Yeah. That people like they wanted it to be true so bad. I, I will say even during its worst moments, uh, even through all of the, you know, like technical difficulties, the chat was the best part. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of people spamming, uh audio directors gonna go to jail tonight. <laughs> um, things of that yeah. nature. Yeah, um, people were like, man. Engineers gonna go to jail tonight. Um, kind of about to murder people. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing too is like, 
even if it wasn't just in the streaming audio, he very clearly ended songs early, didn't rap on songs that needed him to rap on. Yeah. It, like, it was just basically instrumentals for half the time. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the audio syncing was off on a, a couple of songs, too. Um, I mean, of course, he got the controversy of having Marilyn Manson out there and the baby. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I mean, vi- I, I will say visually, it was really, really nicely done. Yeah. Cinematography, the set design, like genuinely stunning stuff. Yeah. The moon, the house, the fire starting up, like it all looked so good. I was really impressed by how it looked. Yeah. Um, Music-wise, like, again, I started listening as soon as the audio issues began. So maybe I'm the jinx. I don't know. I apologize if that's the case. Don't say that. They'll come after you. (laughs) I really believe it was your fault. I know. Um, But, yeah, I I can't really comment on the music as much because, again, around the time I started listening, there were audio issues. And on top of that, a lot of what I heard was from – either unreleased stuff, I, I think, from Donda, the original, or stuff that was on Donda. Yeah. Because he ended up playing a bunch of tracks from Donda just because. Yeah. Um, from what I did hear, I mean, it's well-produced, obviously. Yeah. I, I think it goes without saying. Um, there's some cringy stuff, uh, as you expect with many a Kanye project. Um, I don't really know what he intended for us to feel about Having uh, uh, an actual soundbite from Kim Kardashian on SNL, uh, yeah, with glowing praise, and then going into a really sad song because it just felt like it felt depressing in an embarrassing way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some I mean, of the, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I felt a little bad for him, but then I remembered all the stuff he was doing online that we talked about last week, and yeah. I was like, Yeah, I can't feel that. I can't feel that bad for you, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to hear it. I'm not going to buy a stem player for it. No, I mean, that's that's just an insane thing. That, that's an insane ask. Like, well, that, that's the other thing. We didn't talk about that yet, but apparently Donda 2 is only going to be on stem player. Yeah. So, if you don't know, uh, they, I don't know if he's he he's either – highly invested in this device or he helped create it i don't really know the details mm-hmm. um but this device allows you to if 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 uh stem doesn't make sense to you it's basically basically um the individual tracks of a song so you can um stems are are each sound that you want to manipulate in in a in a song right so if it's a band, for instance, you mic up the drums, the bass, the guitar, the vocals, and then whatever else you want to add to the song, and each one of those tracks is going to be the stem of the song, and then you can mix and master how you would want that to sound. But you need those individual stems because you want to you want to be able to manipulate the every piece of a song down to like the minute details, or else you're going to be stuck with like imagine if you were a rock singer. And the only thing you had was just an MP3 of the entire track, of 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 of, of the the entire band playing the song, and all you could do was sing over it. And the only thing that you could do was match your vocals to the volume level of. But 
maybe you don't hear the bass as well as you want mm. to hear the bass or the kick drum or the yeah. cymbal crash or what have you. So this device allows you to isolate each one of those tracks on the song. It's a little like having a board in front of you, like a soundboard that you're able to pull yeah. up the volume on, bring it down, completely eliminate. Like, let's say you want to get rid of the drum track for a little bit. You can take that away, take away the the vocals yeah. and kind of play with all of those tracks. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he started selling it with Donda 1. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I thought it was, it's a cool thing, but to me, it's just a novelty. It's a toy, like, yeah. Yeah. I would never, honestly, from a, from a curiosity standpoint, I would much prefer to, like, do that on a desktop. Like, mm. if, if, if I'm listening to the album on the Stem Player website and I'm messing with the stems on the desktop, or on a mobile app, that would sure. be cool. Yeah. I'm not spending $200 on an actual device. Yes, them player. It's like a little... little uh, almost like an Amazon Home. Yeah. Or, not, or a, a Google uh, Home. Yeah. Just a little, like, pod, yeah. basically. And I, I just don't under... Like, I mean, the people who got their hands on one for free or for a lower price, more power to sure. you. But if you went to the store or went on their website... And you spent two hundred dollars on this stem device just to listen to one album. I just don't know what to tell you, bud. And furthermore, what Kanye has said about um, the future of uh, music streaming, there is something there. What he's talking about. Sure. We've talked about that on the show. I talk about it a lot on my own Twitter page. How much. Even before the Joe Rogan stuff, I didn't like Spotify. I don't mm -hmm. like Spotify as a company. I don't like how they yeah. run things. I've talked about it a lot, and it falls on deaf ears because I'm a nobody. But <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Not deaf ears. It's all these people listening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't – I mean, just use a different streaming service than Spotify. Just use a different one. If you didn't I, – I, I still use Spotify. <laughs> I, I, if the Joe Rogan thing isn't enough – uh, which you know what I'm not saying that you should because of that. I'm I'm just saying yeah whatever. What okay. It, anyway, we get it. You anyway. don't like him. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Kanye Ye is not wrong about the share of music or revenue rather that musicians get for their mm -hmm. music artist rights and and yeah yeah getting pennies All of that stuff he's pennies on the stream completely right about sure where he's wrong is his idea of the future which is these devices yeah. or what like a music tide pod yeah that's crazy to me yeah man. that's insane so uh i don't know i don't know it kind of leaves you kind of leaves you going well what now because like if he just never puts it on streaming services, I just won't hear the album. Which, like, sure. yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I'm curious. I want to hear the album. Yeah, me too. Me too. And uh, again, it's not worth 200 bucks to me. I'm sure it is to some of you out there. Um, but you fools. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll leak, and they'll be able to listen to it one way or another. Yeah, not that I would do anything illegal. To I do would that. never. Um, but ever. I'm just saying it could be available elsewhere at some point. Uh huh. Um, you know what would actually be a pretty novel idea for Kanye or for Ye at this point, and we we kind of talked a little bit about this when he first started doing this for Donda with the shows. Uh -huh. What if he went around to all major cities and performed the entire album? Yeah, 
you know. Yeah, we did talk about that. But that, it, like that should be the way that he just doles out the album. It's just well, and in out. a way, it becomes almost like a Grateful Dead kind of experience because like you're going to get a slightly different performance every time. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I I feel like that would be an interesting way to have a an album air quotes, um, even if you can't <laughs> buy it everywhere. You can at least experience it in person yeah. at this one-time event. And I think the only, I think the only issue with that is he has taken to collaborating a lot more. So there's too many albums. features. Too many features. If you look at, I mean, Donda has a feature on almost every song. Yeah, and they're pretty varied artists. It's like kind of hard to get all of those. I mean, think about it. He's got like fucking Playboy Cardi. Uh, uh, the weekend, the weekend, and then he's got the Griselda guys, and then he's got the locks. It's like yeah. they're all over the place. How do you, yeah. you know, the experience, man? If he could do like a five or ten city tour, and like have those, or or even when he hits those guys hometown, yeah, and they have come them out, come out, yeah, go to New York, and you just do the, you have both, you know, you do those songs, and Griselda comes out and. Locks comes out. That's awesome. Stuff like that. That would be cool. But yeah, this makes it a little more difficult. Unless he just does, you know, the solo tracks, which is there's not a lot of them. Yeah. On the more recent albums. Yeah. And I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, for me personally, it it feels like this move for having it exclusive to that specific two hundred dollar platform feels anti customer. You know. Well. And that's his whole mo, and that's what I what like. Why don't people see that? That's been his whole mo this whole time. Yeah. Every time he does some shit where he frames it in a way that he's doing it for us, then he turns around, like with his clothes. Mm-hmm. He talks about this whole thing where like he he wants the consumer to be able to get. He wants everybody to wear Yeezys. He wants everybody to blah blah blah. And then he does this deal with Gap, and finally it seems like. He's going to do what he has been preaching about doing for the past, like, 10 years. Yeah. And then he releases, like, a a jacket and a hoodie. Them should sell out immediately. Nobody can get them. Yeah. Now he's got this, like, capsule that's coming out in relation with or, or as part of the promotion of the album. But it's like, again, that's just going to be, like, overpriced, yeah. un, under underdeveloped. They're going to sell, like, hotcakes. And nobody's going to be able to get their hands on him. Yeah. This is his whole MO. And this is the, what he does all the time. <laughs> and then there will be an aftermarket of triple, double, quadruple. Exactly. exactly. The it, amount. Like, I don't understand how people don't, how they can't see through this. And they, they treat him like this messiah when he's been doing this the whole time. Yeah. Ever oh. since he's been able to get like more control over. And I want him to have con- all creative control and all production control on all uh, on, on everything. It's his stuff. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve that. But once he got control of all that stuff, he it, like it just it's just right. I don't know what if he it's the it? infrastructure or if he just like moves on from those ideas before they can come to fruition or if he's just lying. But this is what he's done every time. Yeah. And so it gets old. I, I mean, to me, it comes off as like somebody that has a lot of really big ideas. And then when it comes to actually, you know, performing on those things and actually completing those things and getting into the nitty gritty of producing them and, and manufacturing and all of that, all of those little nitty gritty things. Yeah. 
forget about it. Like he doesn't have the ability to do that and doesn't have the infrastructure involved that you need to make this really the full vision of what he's yeah. dreaming. Well, so, I thought I thought the partnership was with Gap was the infrastructure. It was the thing you would that think? he needed to yeah. But they're pissed. Yeah, I'm Gap sure, is pissed. I'm, I'm pissed. sure they are. I invested. I bought stock in Gap. <laughs> That shit is down, dog. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you only make two products, it's like, okay, well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Uh, but, yeah, so that's Donda 2. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, things like this move so quickly. By the time we record next week, it will have either leaked or been on a on the streaming services maybe sure. will have changed his mind maybe he'll give away the stem devices maybe who knows yeah with yay it really you never is. know you just never know yeah i will say just for the record the marilyn manson to baby thing it's just so old and tired i just don't yeah. know why he keeps doing it because it gets people talking and i think but he's, even, he's but stubborn even still and... like we're at a point now where people are like i don't even think people are even talking about it it's just like because he, he did it again yeah it's just like okay what is what with the baby there you there is a there is a point to be you can make a case for there are moments where like like this whole quote unquote cancel culture thing right mm-hmm. with the baby he said a lot of foul shit sure on stage he did apologize for it uh sort of kind of yeah and then it felt like you know he 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 got you know, run through the fucking conveyor belt, the fucking bus saw. Mm-hmm. He lost a bunch of tour dates, and he lost a lot of stuff because of the like foul shit that he said. That people were like, "We're not going to stand for this." Right. Consequences of his actions, <clears throat> and then if Kanye, if Yay, it's going to be hard. That's <laughs> we're trying. If Yeezy wants to take the baby under his wing, wing, or even just show support to a guy who. Made a mistake, needs to be educated, and uh, wants to show a person like that uh, guidance mm-hmm. and support. Sure, you can make a case if the baby wants to be educated, guided, and supported, and he wants to go out there and let people know. I don't think that that's the case. No, I'm not I, defending him. I, oh. But but let me get this: the Marilyn Manson thing. I don't understand. Yeah. I just I can't wrap my head around what is the point other than the obvious controversy mm. cancel culture this is the you know I understand the point that he's yeah. making quote unquote but truly if someone were to ask yay why Marilyn Manson mm. because the things that Marilyn Manson is being accused of are absolutely heinous yeah yeah there's, a, there's he a, didn't just say mean things no there's a documentary coming out about it that looks pretty damning. Yeah. Multiple, multiple women reporting very similar stories. And I just don't understand why is that the hill that he has chosen to die on? I don't know. I'm why? Not... Why? Why? I think he... Why? I think he's why? vain enough to just like the visual of it, of being like, I'm... A clearly a Christian man standing and performing next to this devil worshipping demon who's being accused of 
foul deeds. But I have him here to show that even he can be redeemed or something. <laughs> By the power of collaborating <laughs> on my latest album. By <laughs> the power of my latest album. By Thank the power you. of Grayskull. <laughs> you are redeemed, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I don't you know. You are redeemed. I don't know. And also, to your point of the DaBaby, um, you listen to his verse, and he essentially goes, Ah! I don't really mean it. I'm sorry. Uh, you guys are just trying to hate on me, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. it's a completely anti-apology within, like, it's excusing and just saying, eh, what I did wasn't that bad. You guys are just hating. Sorry. Ah, oh, fuck me. Ugh. Oh, no, on my phone, too. Damn. <laughs> One more thing before we get out of here. Mm. Right? Tell me. <clears throat> the, uh, I mean, we... We told them we were going to talk about it, so let's talk about it. Let's tell the kids what they're missing or what they might be missing. Or you might be not be missing anything at all. I don't know. Call of Duty, uh, I, I always say Call of Duty as if like those are the people that make the game. The Call of Duty people. Activision. I mean, they basically are. And, and, and well, I guess it's now Microsoft. Uh, who else is involved? Raven Software. Raven, yeah, Raven Studios, uh, Sledgehammer, right? Sledgehammer, yeah. Um, I don't know. A lot of people are involved in the making of these games. A lot of, a lot of wheels spinning, hands turning. Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward is the one I always Treyarch, forget. Sledgehammer, Treyarch. and Raven. Look, that's a lot of that's a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of hands, a lot of cooks in that kitchen. A lot of myths. A lot of hands in that soup. You know. Too many cooks. I like my soup handsy. Yeah, very handsy. Mm -hmm. Well, then you'll like the new Call of Duty game. <laughs> so this year, they decided that they're going to move. They're 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 not going to do. They're not going to do a new game this year, and and effectively moving away from the yearly model. Right. And a lot of people, you know, some people are upset because they anticipate these games coming out every year. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, just like you were saying, Madden and you know, 2K, all all annualized series. There are diehards who are there to show up every single year. I mean, I just let me just. I mean, I'll just say off the rip. I think that all of these companies need to do away with year yearly releases. Mm. There's absolutely no reason why a game should be expected to come out every year, especially nowadays. Yeah, like. Uh, sports games makes sense because obviously it's season to season, sure. And you you have to update things and you can do the, that without developing a new game. Well, though. but that's what I was gonna say. Like back in the day, you uh, the only way to uh, continue playing the game in the most updated way is somebody else would have had to um, done all the real life trades. And created the uh, draft class, mm -hmm. and then they upload that roster to the internet, and then you would download that onto your game, and then you would have an updated roster. Yeah. Nowadays, obviously, you know you don't have to do that. They right. can just push out an update that takes two seconds for you to download, and you have the new rosters. That's how it goes. Yeah. Or in a step before that, you had to literally press a new game. 
yeah to have an updated roster well yeah there's no update yeah exactly there was no yeah before that you just had you had to have a new game or you had to deal with the roster of 1999 you know so with the with the advancement in technology of these games you don't have to do certain things and a yearly release of like like a sports game for instance like people people will always dog games like NBA 2K or Madden when they come out and it's like oh wow they just made them look sweatier and stuff and it's like <laughs> how much do you want these things to advance yearly in There's, a year yeah there is nothing nothing other than video games in which the expectation is that in 365 days it needs to be completely overhauled yeah. and created anew but also not and advanced. Also not feel so different from what we love right, already. Right. You got to do that. That's just as bad. Exactly. It's insane <clears throat> for people, audience audiences and fans to expect that year in and year out because honestly if a company was given 365 days to do that, they might be able to do something, but they're not. Because the game has to be developed within an X amount of time frame. Then it has to be pressed and promoted. And all, all of these other moving ports, right. parts have to happen once the game is done. So it's insane. Yeah, The expectation is wild. And I think that we're finally at a point where we just don't have to do that anymore yeah um and you know so with a game like call of duty for instance there's not even like there's not even a a, 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 an inherent expectation that the game needs to come out year in and year out it doesn't make sense that that it did for for as long as it did yeah it didn't have to there's nothing in the game that indicates that it needs needs to be be updated every year yeah yeah i agree and i feel like especially as we've talked about before the fact that there's something like a Warzone that has people playing through generations. It makes perfect sense that they hold off if people can continue to play the current game. And yeah. especially with the way things have been this year in particular with the game, mm-hmm. um, them obviously needing some time to work out the kinks, work out the bugs, figure out how to actually keep cheaters from uh, getting in the game. They'll never figure that out. Um, they have us by the balls, by the way. If you're if you're a person that plays Warzone, they just have us by the balls. All we do as Warzone players is complain about how broken, broken and shitty the game is. And all we do is log in every day. <laughs> just keep coming back for more. <laughs> yeah. They really have us by the balls. It's so addicting. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like they will continue to grab our balls. Grab your balls and do what they will with them uh, <laughs> until you move on to a different game so yeah as long as you continue to be on the platform at very least if not continue to give them money to get stuff you know they're they will continue to, to change and and try to do their best to update things but at the same time you know if you're still on the platform you're still on the platform yeah yeah i mean you know the the whole vote with your wallet thing. Yeah, it rings true, and I can't lie and pretend like you know I'm gonna boycott these games. Like I sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'm just like I just get a couple drops in, mm-hmm. and I'll get on Rebirth, and and then I'll just get completely mollywopped, and I'll get angry, 
And I'll just be looking around like, why, God? Why do <laughs> why I have Why did I do suffer? this to myself again? And I'll log off. And then I'll sit there and just think, like, how shitty the game is. And then, like, a couple hours later, I get on with my friends. And it's just like, it you know, rinse and repeat, man. They have, It's yeah. like, I'm not doing – I'm not – doing what i pre or i'm not practicing what i preach right. and uh and and you know i just have to just deal with the fact that that's who i am well to be fair a lot of these games are very predatory and they work in a lot of the same ways that like gambling does that's right i'm a victim you are a victim you've been victimized by call of duty <laughs> show me where it touched you right here your wallet yeah yeah that's what i put yeah on. yeah um yeah, but I mean, uh, that being said, maybe this is the result of people speaking or voting with their wallet. Mm. You know, the fact that they are actually pushing things. But I, that's what happened to um, uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. You know, they finally stopped annualizing the series because it was, you know, just not performing the way that it used to. Yeah. And people had been saying that for a couple of years, but it took, you know... The results in in their uh, you know bank statements to actually show, hey, we should probably take a break, yeah, and actually get this thing up to speed, take a breather, and see where we can push things in order to make this more worthwhile for our consumers, mm-hmm. which I think honestly is what Dice should do with the next Battlefield, given how you know awful the reception was. I do think people are being a little dramatic about the game. I had plenty of fun with it as it as it stands yeah sorry i mean that's been my experience but well, the, most of the bad press is the state of the game and not the actual game itself right or or am i wrong on it, that? i mean it's been glitch uh, issues it's been uh people not being able to find matches quickly because of all this bad press it's also yeah it's been yeah it's been um the a lack of modes that were in older games that they just don't have yet mm. um so it, i mean top to bottom there have been complaints of of the game which you know are valid but at the same time you know you can't be threatening people <laughs> um and i again i had fun with it so sue me but that being said i do think that all of these all of these studios should take a minute to like reflect on okay we're in a new generation let's give ourselves a little bit of planning time Mm-hmm. Which I think they should have done ahead of time anyway, if they didn't, and just say, give us a year. Give us a year to play with this new, newer tech, air quotes, to get to know it, get to know the platforms, and see what we can do to optimize not only, you know, graphics and uh, things like that, but gameplay, you know, innovating on the platform itself, um, and really, really, more than anything else, just tightening down how the game plays online because that's the biggest sort of you know uh question factor here because once you get it you i mean you can make like a immaculate single player mode but once it's online which is really what's going to make you the big bucks Mm -hmm. after all you know people are going to go in and they're going (laughs) to hack and they're going to you know troll and they're going to say racist stuff and they're going to not play the game you wanted people to play. So you have to take that in consideration and, and, and consider everything that could possibly happen, which is hard. It's yeah. a hard job, but I'm saying, give yourself the time to do that and release a game that is 
going to get a community behind it. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's better for you, and that's better for everyone who plays the game. And I can't help but feel this this entire first kind of blush of a generation of first-person online shooter has been a complete failure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's it's completely stumbled on its face. And, and again, I, I just said Battlefield I had fun with. Um, I still stand by that. But the fact that the perception is so bad means that there are fewer games for me to get into, mm-hmm. you know? So, I think this is great. I think that they should continue to delay games if they need to. Yeah. Give themselves more more track to run on. And the rumor here is that this is going to be a sequel to the new Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. which I loved. I thought the, the new Modern Warfare was one of the better recent Call of Duties. Yeah. Um, so, I'm excited for it. And I, <coughs> I think, personally, I'm happy for them to delay it. And continue to optimize Vanguard as best as they can in the meantime. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think they give a fuck about Vanguard anymore. They introduced new guns. The game is basically set up to... uh, Here's new content, new guns and stuff for for Vanguard and stuff. But it's really about Warzone. Sure. Their their focus is, is primarily... Battle Royale. Yeah. Which Warzone. makes sense because there's there's more opportunity to sell stuff and, you know, keep people playing even if they're not on the specific even if they don't have Vanguard, they can still play. <sighs> yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. That sucks for me because I like playing multiplayer. Yeah, you're one of those guys. I love multiplayer. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's <laughs> so love, frustrating. I love multiplayer. I hate it so much. I hate <laughs> the only time I play multiplayer is to level up guns to use in Warzone. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's a miserable, miserable experience. Out of people running around with like akimbo shotguns and stuff, and you're just getting decimated. And you're like, "Why are you here? Level up a gun and get out! Get out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those freaks. I like staying in it. Ah, uh, there should be a mode for people who just want to level up guns. We should all just be able to like run around with the well gun or like you know the new you know they they introduce a gun. And then they give you this weird way of unlocking the gun. So you have to do all this stupid shit to unlock it. Like, to get the well well gun, you had to get 15 ADS kills in 10 different matches. Mm. Fine. It's an arduous task. It didn't count my, my first, like, 10 games for some reason. It didn't mm. count them. It, this, it happens a lot. Whenever they do this whole, like you know, uh, do this thing to unlock the yeah. gun, a lot of times it won't count. It's at like first. missions it's like a bug. or something. Uh, uh, yeah, sort of. And so you have to suffer through that. And it's just like, just let me in a game mode where we're all doing that. Yeah. So at least when I die to somebody, it's like, oh, he's using the, he's doing what I'm doing. And I just lost a fair fight. Well, because here's the thing. If (laughs) you could simply buy that gun, you know, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. Uh-huh. Well, you're you're saying it like they don't realize it's an arduous task. <laughs> it's so just... But you don't even have to, like... You don't even have to allow people out of your ecosystem. You can keep us contained. Sure. And just make it just a tiny bit less frustrating for people. My, my point is they're not going to give you anything, any kind of easy leg up to get that gun. Because they want you to be frustrated. Uh, they want you to go, oh, <laughs> and then go, you know what? I can just drop 10 bucks right now or 
was it? What, what, how much do season passes cost nowadays? I don't know. I've never. I've 10, never, 20 bucks? I don't know. I never. I'll never. Ever. I will never spend actual money on a, on a game pass of any game. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not buying your subscription. If you tell me that I just unlock the thing, then sure, I'll I'll pay for that. I'm not going to season by season continue to give you yeah, just, you know 15 20 bucks yeah. you're out of your fucking mind <laughs> yeah if you think that i'm gonna pay for a fucking monthly subscription for i'll get, just use the old everything. shitty guns yeah, and course. lose a bunch fine yeah fine yeah fuck you well that's your that's your prerogative sir but that is then you're gonna have to continue to get frustrated and i will yeah i don't care yeah so yeah, it should be. <laughs> I'm excited to see what okay. uh, they do with this new game, Great. and I hope that what it does is open the door for uh, these other companies to go. Oh, their fan base was patient, and then they came out with a good game, and people and they rewarded their audience, and their audience rewarded them by fucking showing up in droves and buying the game. So we can do that too. Yeah, and I hope that that is a trend that happens so agreed yeah agreed all right let's cheers it up then drink this beer and then get the you know what out of here all right all right you have your cheers uh i'm i'm pulling up the details of my cheers oh we need details for the cheers okay i got it okay so my cheers of the week is to 500 pound bear named Frank the Tank. <laughs> to Cheers. Frank. So there is a chunky bear that's apparently uh, terrorizing California currently. <laughs> um, he's been breaking into houses. <laughs> he's been eating up everybody's food, and he's huge. <laughs> and I love him. Oh. Um. It, Literally, like, he's been evading the police for the past couple of days. And I, <laughs> I, for one, hope he continues. How um, does a 500-pound bear evade anything? They uh, <laughs> they <laughs> apparently found him. And I think they shot at him with, like, beanbags. Uh-huh. And it didn't affect him at all, and he kept running. He is a beanbag. <laughs> I may have made that story up. I don't know. Um, but either way, either way, he has been literally ransacking the California countryside. God, that's awesome. And so there's actually been, um, there's been, the police have said that they are going, they plan to euthanize him if they catch him because he's been in contact with humans. So, Uh. you know, they can't send him back out in nature. Um, But there's been an entire plea that's been going out, an online petition, I believe, that's been signed by thousands and thousands of people asking for them to grant him clemency. (laughs) And grant him to instead uh, rehome him to a sanctuary where he'll be safe. Uh, He won't hurt anybody. He hasn't hurt anybody, by the way. He's just you know gone around eating people's food. Come from? Did did he come from a sanctuary? No, no. He's just been wandering around, and he found food, and he's been having a good time of it. So there's there's photos of him. I, I I hope you look up Frank the Tank. Yeah. Uh, uh, bear. I like to imagine that they like put out a uh, police sketch of a 500 pound bear and they're like if you have seen this man <laughs> look at him <laughs> <laughs> he's so big yeah 
That's oh god, that's amazing. Yeah, there has to be Frank the Tank merch, right? Of course, there's got to be. There, there's got to be. But who profits? I want Frank to profit. I, me too. I what my hope in bringing a little awareness to to Frank as I can on the show is that I hope that you sign the petition to save Frank's life. Um. And I, I hope that if there is any profit to be made, it goes to a sanctuary that keeps him safe and hungry or and, and, and fat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and feeds his hunger. Man, please don't give a fuck about no... Uh, 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 Online petition. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that shit. If one of them sees him out in the streets, he's going to get clapped up. Stop resisting! <laughs> he's a black bear. He is a black bear. <laughs> Anyway, I, I I wish him well. I hope he, at very least, is never to be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes off to be legendary in maybe Alaska or something. He makes his way north. Beautiful. To the Forbidden West. Yeah. North, <laughs> where they where they treat black bears nice. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> My cheers of the week, uh, unfortunately, goes to two conglomerates. Oh, okay. The NBA slash ESPN. Weird. Yeah, we'll get to it. Remember, these cheers aren't just, you know, (sighs) this thing is amazing. Sure. But it is amazing. The NBA (laughs) and and, and ESPN both created their top 75 players of all time lists of NBA players. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the league's been around 75 years. Yada, yada. Yeah, you get makes it. Makes sense. And uh, the lists have both. Uh, MB- the NBA's list was released earlier, um, not this year, but like late 2021. And it was chock full of controversy. A lot of like crazy omissions, a couple of like really weird additions to the list any doping scandals i have to know no no doping scandals now <laughs> should we call ian okay. uh no 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 i can handle this one <laughs> um but the the nba's list wasn't in order it was just the 75 greatest players sure. of all time in no particular parentheses order. in no particular order. right right and so you get a bunch of guys like there was there was there's there's a lot of recency bias with both lists where there's there's guys that are just on the list where you're like but at least in the NBA's list it's not in any order. Mm-hmm. So when you see a guy like Kevin Durant on the list, you're like, "Well, yes, he is a supremely talented NBA player. He is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He's already got the accolades and MVP, multiple championships, a fi- multiple finals MVPs, sure. multiple All-Stars, All-NBAs, All-Defensive. Anyway, he has the accolades, so he does belong on the list. Now the question is, where does he belong on the list? Now, mm-hmm. Ha ha ha, ESPN comes in with their list, and their list is in order, Ooh. which gives us so much more to talk about. Yeah, It's fantastic because it's a crazy list. It has most of the same guys from NBA's list. Uh, some more insane omissions. But the, the real beauty of it is the order. I love, and, and people who know me know this about me, I love lists. Of course. They're like my favorite things in the world to just look at how people rank things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the best because it's just 
I can talk forever about them, especially when it's things that I know about. I just like it. It just can last forever, and this has given me so like I just I uh, last night, me and South actually ironically brought them up. We talked till almost five in the morning oh about God. this list. <laughs> just Ugh. going through the numbers, the stats, why this guy belongs, why this guy doesn't belong. It's amazing. I love it. And that's why I, that's why I look the way that because I, I get no sleep because I just look at these stupid lists uh-huh. and then and then debate on why one guy deserves and one guy doesn't deserve and it's just I love it so if you uh you know if you like that kind of shit look up ESPN's list and hate it with me you know Who, who's number one Michael Jordan of course okay so there it's Mike uh, LeBron's two uh-huh. uh, Kareem's three where's Kobe Kobe's ten. So he's in the top ten. Kobe's ten. Well, are you saying that because you think he deserves to be higher? Yeah, or lower. Well, so I would think. Yeah, you would think. Are we looking at uh, like the stats don't line up or something? Like, well, the thing about and it's funny. It's actually funny you bring that up because my one of my cousins is like a Kobe Bryant super fan, and okay. when the list came out, he freaked out. <laughs> okay, he lost his shit. Uh, let me see if I can go to like what he was saying. I'll edit it for you guys, obviously. <laughs> he said... I see uh, paragraphs. Yeah, this is all him talking about Kobe. <laughs> this shit... He said, everybody boycott ESPN. Do not watch for a week. So, first of all, it's like... <laughs> okay, man, relax. Yeah. Um, I stopped watching ESPN, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> this shit is the most disrespectful shit ever. We talking about a man who three-peat the finals, won two to three by himself. He won two by himself, not three. The man had old ass Meta World Peace, crackhead Lamar. That's fucked up. Oh my old God. ass Gasol. Like, look, look at his championship teams and compare them with others. I'm not talking about Kobe and Shaq. I'm talking about Kobe post Shaq. It's no way Kobe ain't number one or two. LeBron could never. That's kind of he goes mm. on and on. Le- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin. Kobe Bryant's not number one or two. Two. There's no universe in which Kobe Bryant is better than. Michael Jordan, and honestly, there's no universe where he's better than LeBron. Like he's he's not better than yeah, LeBron. Yeah, I mean he's that's not. that's that's my my point of view too. I would have thought he would have been in top five though. Well, the 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 top five is Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kareem, Magic, Larry uh, Bird. I think Bird was six. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pull up the list. (laughs) (laughs) I took the bait. (laughs) You did. No, we won't. We won't. Obviously, we don't have to go through the. uh, We're not going to go through the list. But the top, the top 10. Yeah. Just give people the top top 10 so that they can look at. Number one was Michael Jordan. Number two, LeBron James. Number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number four is Magic Johnson. Okay. Number five, Wilt Chamberlain. Ah. So. I was wondering where they'd put Wilt the stilt. So you have to. You have to argue why Kobe Bryant is better than Magic Johnson and Wilt Chamberlain because yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna rank over Mike LeBron or Kareem. Yeah, it's just not happening. Yeah. So the only thing that you can do is argue that he's top five, and he and his resume is better than Magic's, and his resume is better than Wilt's. Well, the thing is, and look, <laughs> little background story for you. Okay, uh, I think it was fifth grade. We had a. Uh, uh, a project where we had to come dressed as you had specific- to come ew <laughs> sorry <laughs> we had to arrive at school 
<laughs> the spear's not nearly strong enough for you to make that joke, okay? I know. <laughs> we had to arrive at school <laughs> dressed as somebody from American history. Uh-huh. And I just happened to find a biography on Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. <laughs> so I came with a bootleg Wilt Chamberlain Lakers jersey. Nice. Um, and... Uh, I read his little, his like, you know, like the little kids biographies that they had that was like hardcover, but it was like that thin. Uh-huh. I read it top to bottom. Yeah. Talked to my dad about Wilt Chamberlain. And he's like, yeah, he scored 100 points. It was crazy. I have a special place in my heart for Wilt Chamberlain. All right. I do. Just based on that project alone. Okay. Right. It's a weird thing. It's a quirk, but it still exists nonetheless. I will, I will, I mean, let's not even talk about his player status, hey. and, you know. It's solidified. It is what it is. So okay, so yeah, so I, I obviously have, can't take Wilt off to the top five. Look for for Kobe Bryant. I personally cannot. I personally cannot. You know, I, I I cannot myself. But I also take my bias into account. I can see how people can take him out of the conversation because of time and place of where he came up and why he scored so. You know, so many crazy numbers in his time. Yeah. Because, you know, we're talking about, like, the primordial soup of the NBA, you know? Yeah, yeah but see, see, that was part of the discussion that, that South and I were having, which is that you basketball is a unique sport. Sport. Spork. <laughs> a, uni- a unique sport in which you have to you have to give context for most of the players that you talk about because – Number one, it's younger than a lot of sports. And number two, the rules have changed so much during its short life. Sure. More so than most every other sport. There's been huge changes. The shot clock, three-point line, Mm -hmm. um, the foul rule changes, uh, the Uh, innovation of how players play the game i was gonna say talent alone yeah no, you know, it's, a, it's a talent technique the the way it's changed even in the past i'd say 20 30 years yeah has, you could make an argument that the past 10 years yeah the the leap in talent is is more than it was so you have to give you always have to say uh you know this era that era that you have to give context for each of these guys that being said we kind of agreed that wilt was a supreme talent that I truly believe would have been successful in any era of basketball, yeah. including today's era yeah, of basketball. I, I, I agree. I agree. I but I, I've seen the argument before on saying like you know like it's almost like memed at this point of like this was his competition. It's like yeah. 1920s, like yeah, yeah, and 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 that even that is not true to the extent that people try to make it seem sure. like it is. They 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 make it seem like Wilt was like eight feet tall and his opponents were all like five three <laughs> and he was just like bouncing the basketball on the right. tops of their heads and stuff. Yes, he dominated, but like you have to have the talent to average. 50 points a game. Oh, sure. Yes, of course, his competition level was not as high as it would have been in, like, the 70s. But you still have to have a, like, you still have to be tremendously talented to average 50 points over the course of an entire season. Well, and, and, you know, I don't know how much this factors into the list, but the fact that he was such a, like, groundbreaker. Yeah, I I think that that um, factors into the list. Number six is Bill Russell. 
Okay. One of the most winningest players of all time. I think he has, what, 11 championships? They always talk about his, yeah, 11 championships. They always talk about the 11 championships. We had a hard time with, I, I in particular had a hard time. I always have a hard time with Bill Russell because the, 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 People fall over themselves to 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 shout out Bill Russell, and I'm just like he was good, but he was also on you know one of the greatest teams of all time. Sure, he, you know the eleven champion. Fine, he belongs on the list. I'm not saying take him off the list. He belongs mm-hmm. on the list. Larry Bird at seven, Tim Duncan at eight, Oscar Robinson at nine, and then Kobe at ten. I mean, honestly, you could maybe put him ahead of Oscar. I wouldn't put him ahead of Tim Duncan. I think Tim Duncan Tim Duncan's the greatest power forward of all time. Kobe Bryant is not the greatest two guard of all time. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is. Yeah. So he's not even the best at his position. Tim Duncan is far and away the best power forward to ever play basketball. Mm. Right now anyway. Yeah. So I just don't think uh, who who would you put him ahead of? I wouldn't put him ahead of Larry Bird. Talent-wise, yes. If you played if Kobe and Larry Bird pro- like played one-on-one, Kobe would probably win, but like their legacies and like everything that they've done, like the 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 grand total of and Larry Bird, you can make a case to put him ahead of Larry Bird, but Larry Bird, his his career was cut short by his back injuries. If you if he had those last yeah, like six true. or seven seasons and he didn't have to worry about like his back like literally shutting down on him, mm-hmm. his numbers would be even more out of control. There's no telling, which is not. I mean, obviously the the argument to say like. Well, you're just assuming, sure. But uh, I don't know. There's a recency bias with Kobe because he passed. Sure. And a yeah. lot of people are now thinking that he's being disrespected by these lists. Top 10 out of 75 players That's is no disrespect. An honor. No. Yeah, that's no. He's disrespect. ahead of like a lot. He's ahead of a lot of players who want, who have won multiple MVPs. Kobe Bryant only won one MVP. People don't people think that Kobe Bryant was just like dominating. He won three championships with Shaq, then he won two more by himself. Yeah, he won two more by himself. So he's five in total. Uh he has one MVP. I think he has I don't know how many finals MVPs he has. I'm not saying that he's not one of the greatest of all time. He obviously is. Yeah. But to say that he's top three, you put him ahead of Kareem Abdul Jabbar? No fucking universe you put him ahead of Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I see why you stayed up until five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, let me let me just yeah, exactly. <laughs> this uh <laughs> fertile ground on which we walk. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that's my cheers because you know that's the kind of juice that it gives me. Yeah. So also Juan's gonna hate you. Why? He's a big he's Kobe a big, guy? He's a big black mamba man. I mean, okay. Yeah, well, come at me, bro. Come at me. Come <laughs> we'll, at me. We'll get your uh, your your input I, next time you're on the show. I'd love to hear his, his compelling argument as to why you would put him ahead of LeBron or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. So, tonight's brew was from the Oviedo Brewing Company, the Barnyard Bond Ale Obi. What'd you think? Um, it was pretty good. Oh, pretty me. good. Um, didn't blow me away. I will say that. Uh-huh. I will say that. Didn't blow me away. Uh, the flavor was a little lacking, if I'm being completely honest. I did get some of that wheat flavor. It's very easy drinker, which I enjoy. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think I'm so used to a lot of the more traditional, like, German styles that are just a little bit sweeter. Um 
just a little more pleasant to drink, I feel. This this has kind of a... Metallic's not the right word, but it, it, it has a bit of like a... Just a kind of tang to it that doesn't really read well with me. I mean, <clears throat> if metallic is the first word that comes to your mind when you're describing something off your palate, then just run with it. It's not okay. like they intended for it to taste metallic, but like that's... You know, when people are describing shit and they're like, it tastes like a uh, fucking garden, garden hose. hose. Yeah. yeah. Fresh like, cut grass. That's that's the, if you're not trying It hard, tastes like uncut jobs. Uncut jobs. If you're um, not doing a try hardy thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I will say it has almost like a, a little bit of a tinny taste to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not very pleasant, I will say. Uh, but that being said, outside of that, it's a very easy drinker. It's not that um, super flavorful. Um a little weedy, if that. Um, a little, little bit of a bitter at the very end there. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, <clears throat> I would probably get it if I was looking for something a little lighter at Oviedo Brewing. Um, but other than that, eh, you know what? Three point five. <laughs> Three point five. Because uh, in realizing, in thinking of the situation in which I would reorder this, it's only if I'm looking for something like really light. Yeah. In that scenario, in particular, yeah. would I go out of my way to get this one again? Probably not. Yeah. But yeah. not bad. It's not offensive. You know. Damn, it's tough. It's inoffensive. Yeah. Uh, I'm also gonna give it a three and a half. Uh, yeah. It's it's <sighs> no standout flavors really. Just kind of uh, a one note kind of deal. Not like bad by any means, but yeah, I mean, really, the thing is, like, um, if they have it on draft, honestly, I mean, you could probably hear it as soon as I started drinking it. Like, oh, wheat, the, the wheat, wheat started yeah. affecting you. Wheat, wheat uh. ales always like close up my nose for some reason. It happens every time. Mm. I I was feeling fine when I got here, and then like <laughs> the second it hit, this hit my tongue, yeah, it's like my nose. This was fucking <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's why I don't drink a lot of wheat. Weedy beers, wheat forward beers. Usually, I, I try to avoid, um, which is not a knock on the beer <laughs> itself. It's not the beer's fault that it's a wheat. Beer. My fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. Yikes. But um, that being said, for me personally, it is a little tougher to enjoy this. So, uh, if you're somebody who doesn't like really like um, wheat forward ales. You probably won't dig this as much. Yeah. But you know, if, if if you're good with the wheat, blonde, pretty good, and you want something a little lighter, not something, you know, something inoffensive. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, and this is on draft. I'd, I'd rock it. But yeah, would I go out of my way for this? Nah. Would I seek out the barnyard blonde? Yeah. Nah, probably not. Agreed. Oh, it's a big chicken. <laughs> I was look. I was. I kept seeing the drawing out of the corner of my eye. I thought it was like a muppet. It's not. It's just a big rooster and a couple yeah. of chickens. Yeah. Gotta love the Oviedo branding. Yeah. Premium craft beers from Oviedo Brewing Company. So that's that. A unanimous three and a half. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In podcast for myself. Marco Dupa for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yay, yay! Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beers and have a beautiful evening. We love you. I have no idea. I saw that. Uh-huh. Yeah.